This is KGNU, Boulder, Denver, and Fort Collins. My name is Indra, and I am so happy to be welcoming the band Pink Slip into the studio with me today. Hey, everybody. Hi. Hi. Uh, Before we get into music, I just want to tell everyone that you guys are all high school students in the Front Range area, and maybe we could just do a quick name, what year you are in high school, what high school you're at, and what instrument you play in the band. And we'll start with you. My name is Cynthia Hopkins. Um, I am a student at Broomfield High School. It's my last year, so I'm a senior. Um, and I play the voice box. Um, <laughs> I'm lead vocals, so. Nice. I'm Dominique Quinn Brown. I'm a senior at Legacy High School, and I play the bass. Uh, my name's Abby Craycraft, and I go to Monarch High School, and I am a senior as well. My name's Scotty. Uh, I'm a junior at Stanley Lake High School, and I play the drums. I'm Hunter Anderson. Uh, I'm a junior at Legacy, and I play the guitar as well. Fantastic. All right, why don't we start off with some music, and then we will talk a little bit later. So what do you have for us first? Okay, um, this is an original song of ours. It's called Night We Don't Remember, and we hope you enjoy it. Great, this is Pink Slip on KGNU Community Radio. you can miss something even if you're glad it's over whether that be laughing or crying on your shoulder like i miss the summer when the days were longer and all the leaves are turning red as my thoughts are turning somber You can feel a high even when completely sober mm, I guess that's called majority or just plain getting older Like you were a realist You told me the world was black and white Then I complicated things the paintbrush added color to your life
pink slip here on KGNU. That was totally great, guys. Thank you. So when did you write that song? I wrote that song like two years ago. Okay. I wrote the lyrics. Okay. Um, yeah. And how do you guys normally put your songs together? Um, do you write the lyrics a lot, Cynthia? Yeah. How do things <laughs> come together for you guys? Someone want to answer first? I can. I mean, I guess, like, speaking from instrumental perspective, we kind of um, write our own parts for our own instrument in kind of a collaborative effort. We often jam a lot to an idea someone had and kind of put things together that way, try things out, see how it sounds. And then other times, like, one of us individually will come with, like, a specific idea, and then we'll just build it from there. Sometimes it will be, like, Cynthia with a melody line, and then we just figure out whatever we think is best underneath that. Yeah. Great. And for our listeners who are just tuning in, Pink Slip is a band made up of high school students on the Front Range area. So I imagine you guys have a lot to juggle with your schedules as a (laughs) band and then with school. And I know there's a lot of demands on on high school students these days. So how do you guys make that work? How often do you guys rehearse? Uh, We rehearse about once a week. Um, We usually try to get together and do something else. So it's one to two times a week, usually. Great. And where do you guys get together and rehearse? Um, We practice at a local studio um, in our area. And other than that, uh, wherever we'll put up with our racket, (laughs) I would say. Um, And I'm curious to know more about how you guys met because you all go to different high schools and are slightly different ages. Um, So I'd love to know more about how you came together as a group. Yeah, so um, the three girls in the band, we all have been in different bands before and played to, like played at the same venues and whatnot, and uh, that's how us three met. And then the boys just just happened to come along. I don't I don't know how to explain <laughs> it the best. It's just through mutual friends and whatnot we got them. I don't know if anybody else has anything else to add, but that's about right. I mean, and being in the like same general area. Yeah. And having crossover there with our musical ventures and stuff. Yeah. Okay. And so um, me and Cynthia used to play in the same band, and we often saw Abby around a lot. And right. um, and we lost some other members, and she joined us as our new guitarist. And so right. we were kind of just looking for some other people to fill the spots. And came along. And, yeah, <laughs> and Hunter and Scotty were great options. So, And this is a question that I have for all of you, and I'd love it if each one of you could answer this. You know, instruments in your band, guitar, bass, drums, and even just like pop vocals, that's not always something that's taught in music education in school. So I'm wondering how all of you arrived at the instruments that you're playing now and got involved in writing basically rock songs. And we can start with you, Scotty. Me specifically, um, I've always wanted to be a drum set player. So I got into percussion at school and I kind of branched off from there into drum set lessons. And uh, yeah, I ended up here. Uh, I came out of middle school band. I played trombone and I didn't have a lot of fun playing music with my mouth. It was just this weird thing. Uh, And I thought it was really cool how someone could create the sound that a guitar makes. I just thought it was amazing and I wanted to do that. And as soon as I picked it up and started doing that, I just fell in love with it. Did you have a guitar at your house or how did you? I got a job and saved up for one. And as soon as I got the amount of money to buy one, I bought it. (laughs) Nice. And do you take lessons outside of school or at school? Yeah, I don't take lessons inside of school. They don't really teach a lot of guitar at my school, especially Mm -hmm. the kind of guitar I would want to learn. So um, as the girl said, I was in a band before this and I was actually the bass player. So um, I've been playing bass for seven years and now 
Uh, as soon as they lost their members, I knew there wasn't going to be a, any more opportunities for me for bass before I went off to college. So I was like, let's learn guitar. <laughs> and pretty much I just learned guitar for this band, and it's, that's pretty much what got me to guitar. So. How did you start playing the bass to begin with? Um, it was offered at school in fifth grade. Wow, so cool. l lucky me, I just stumbled upon it. and Like electric bass? Yeah, yeah. Oh. they offered it in the band because they really like jazz music. Mm -hmm. So electric bass is the way to go. Nice. So. Yeah, so I'm actually um, a classical violist as well, and I play in orchestra. Um, and I guess I just really love music, and I played in jazz band with for bass and um I really enjoyed that and yeah I mean I kind of just wanted to continue to expand my musical you know like abilities and so I decided that I wanted to join more you know popular music and kind of learn stuff behind that um I probably sang before I could talk <laughs> <laughs> um I don't remember a time where I, I didn't sing and write actually um as well. So I guess it's just an intrinsic thing. Um, my dad plays guitar, is a great uh, singer. So I guess I have like music in my family. Um, but I just, I've been writing songs ever since I can remember. Like when I was um, little, I would sit at the piano and like play piano. I'm doing air quotes. I don't <laughs> play piano, but I'd be like, this is called rain. And then I'd bang on the piano. Thing. So yeah, I guess that's just how I started. I've always done it. Have you ever been involved in, like, choirs at your school? Yeah, yeah. Um, I do sing in choir, which is, like, such a different experience. Mm -hmm. Choral singing is, like, almost the opposite. But um, anytime I get the chance to sing, I really enjoy it. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, why don't we have a couple more songs, and then we'll come back yeah. and talk a little bit more. What do you have up next for us? So our next song is called The Therapist. And this song is actually the one we'll be recording this coming Sunday. So this will be kind of be like a pre-preview, I guess, to our recorded version. Um, and then after that, we'll play another song called Identity Crisis. And all of these songs, except for um, The Therapist, are already available on SoundCloud. Yeah. So definitely And they're all our songs as well, just to clarify. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And we'll talk more about how people can find you later. So let's get into The Therapist. This is Pink Slip on KGNU. to paint a self-portrait But every time I tried to paint the paper I painted you But I don't mind that you're reflected in everything I do You'll be the therapist I'll be the feelings Let's build a house I'll be the floor You'll be the ceiling I feel too much We talked about going 
called Identity Crisis, as she briefly mentioned earlier. It doesn't feel like 
KGNU Community Radio. Thank you guys for those two excellent songs. And it sounds like you guys are releasing your music on SoundCloud. Is that right? Everyone's tuning up their instruments. Yeah, yeah, so we do have uh, a couple of songs that are already available to listen to on SoundCloud. Um, One of them is Night We Don't Remember, the one we started with on this set today. Um, And... We also have Identity Crisis, the one you just um, listened to, and Down to the Wire one you'll hear later. So all those are on SoundCloud. Um, I think you can just search Pink Slip and the name of any of those songs, and it should come up for you. And so I know you guys are recording another single, and um, do you have plans to release a record or an EP or anything like that in the near future? Yeah, so Abby will explain that a bit. (laughs) Yeah, so... Uh, as Cynthia said, like this will be our fourth single. So right now we're just working on getting enough songs and we can put them all into an EP. Like that's our main goal right now because some of us only have like a year left of high school. So the main thing is just releasing as much music as we can. And the easiest way to do that right now is singles. But before all of us leave, we're going to like put them all into an album, I think is the plan. Yeah. So Great. Yeah, you know, my next question kind of gets into the state of how people consume music as well. I was thinking beforehand, oh, wouldn't it be interesting to hear about what all of your, like, first records were? But then I realized maybe you guys didn't have first records. Mm -hmm. Because when I was your age, it was the 90s, and I don't think any of you were even born in the 90s. (laughs) Not quite. Hey, 2000. 2000. (laughs) Okay. Just missed you. So I was, yeah, so when you guys were born, I was your age, and I was, you know, I had CDs, and I my first CD was um, CNC Music Factory, which maybe you Sick. guys don't know what that is, but it's quintessential 90s music. <laughs> um, but you guys probably, I, I'm just curious to know a little bit more about how you consume music as listeners, and maybe like what some of your early influences were, or what they are now. Okay, well, I mean, um, so I guess my very first song I can remember would be on my iPod Touch, and it was definitely like some Hannah Montana, (laughs) but um, (laughs) definitely not my influence anymore. (laughs) But we do play a lot of um, classic rock covers when we perform, and um, like Debbie Harry and Pat Benatar, and those have definitely influenced, you know, our music a lot and influenced me as a musician. I guess I also say that I draw some influence from 
bands like Muse and also some more jazz bands. Um, I really like playing kind of more funk and jazz type music as well. So, Yeah, and how did you get turned on to like Pat Benatar? Was it your parents or did you find it yourself? Um, I guess, I mean, my parents have always been fans of classical rock, um, but I'm kind of just, I guess, I'm not really into the whole pop scene and um, rap scene, so rock has always kind of been my um my type of music and so I found a lot of you know classic rock on my own that I um, really enjoy so I would say that that was more from me and also just from the band and what they like and yeah is anyone else yeah go ahead I mean for me like I listened to all of these kinds of songs growing up with my parents and then I went through the elementary school middle school you're listening to pop what's popular you're listening to like one song at a time um, and then you turn on the radio and you discover these songs and you get like a nostalgic wave mm-hmm. from your childhood of all of these songs. And for me, that was kind of like American Idiot by Green Day, a bunch of Fallout Boy, all this stuff. And then, of course, all of the um, classic rock stuff like ACDC, Guns N' Roses, Led Zeppelin, all that stuff. For me, I went on a lot of road trips as a kid. And um, I guess we had a lot of classic rock CDs. And that's where I heard most of the songs that... Um, I still listen to today, actually. Any specific ones stand out? Uh, definitely, probably more Green Day and like Muse and stuff. Um, so for me, my parents listen to a lot of country music, which I know for a lot of people that's an automatic big no. <laughs> um, but uh, because of that, it really made me look for my own music. Like it just made me look for good music, as sometimes I like to say. Um, and because of that, I listen to a lot of newer music that's more or less, like, underground, I guess you could say. And it just made me, like, reach out to just these different genres and whatnot that most people aren't into. Like, me personally, I am a big fan of death metal, but then I also will listen to jazz on the next, like, album that I'm listening through. And um, I also do like pop, surprisingly, which a lot of people don't, but there's just something about all different kinds of music that just draw me in, so... Great. Well, I always say that, like, my dad is kind of a 70s guy and my mom is sort of an 80s chick, um, <laughs> even though they can both, like, appreciate songs from both of those uh, eras. But those two, like, influences, um, like, I think just really shaped me a lot. Um, my dad is very proud. He has an iPod shuffle <laughs> with all of his songs on it. And um, it's the most like eclectic collection of music you've ever heard in your life. Like it's so the range of what is on there is so wide. And, uh, I'm very, very thankful for that because, um, like Abby, I have like a really versatile, um, taste in music. Um, I will like, yeah, I'll listen to jazz. I'll listen to rock and roll, obviously. Um, even like the eighties punk scene and, and things like that. I'm really, into so and like other songs I appreciate lyrically a lot since that's kind of my neck of the woods so yeah it's just all over the place great are any of you into the early days of no doubt yes yes <laughs> we, cover. we cover one yeah oh okay because I was hearing a lot of no doubt in your sound like the good I get no that doubt a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's your voice but also you know just in general um but anyway um so this show is probably going to air on Halloween. So Ooh. a fun question is, do you guys have Halloween costumes yes. planned? And what are they? 
Okay, I'm going first. I'm being a vampire bat, and I'm really excited about it. Great. I love bats. They're really underappreciated animals, and I'm being a vampire bat. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be, I'm doing like a 20s thing with one of my friends, and he's going to be a gangster, and I'm going to be a flapper, so oh, yeah, that'll be fun. Nice. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of Halloween. I'm not, not going to lie to you, but um, some of my friends have been telling me that I should dress up as SpongeBob because... <laughs> I just love SpongeBob. That's all I can say. So we'll see if that actually comes through, but it will. We'll make sure it does. Oh, okay. I'm working with someone actually to make like a like a Spider-Man costume for myself. Sick. Wow. <laughs> like we're 3D printing it and stuff, so it's going to oh be Oh my gosh. Be Are cool. you kidding? You're 3D printing <laughs> your Halloween costume? <laughs> That's amazing. Can you send us a picture of the final product? Sure. Okay, great. Um, my girlfriend and I are kind of in the same kind of music, like classic rock and stuff. So I was going to be Slash from Guns N' Roses, and she was going to be Axl Rose. Oh, she has, like, wow. She that same face structure that he does. <laughs> Great. That's wonderful. Um, all right. Let's have one last song, and then we'll tell the listeners a little bit more about some upcoming shows that you have and where to find your music. Uh, so what do you have up last for us? This is called Down to the Wire. And um, it's probably more high energy than the other ones. So, yeah, let's do it. necessity the fine line between a want and a need it's more the question than an objective fact like can be a stroll in the park but it's more fun today
KGNU, thank you all so much for coming in and playing thank today. You. Thank us. you. Um, and before we go, um, why don't you tell us about the upcoming gig you guys have? Coming up on, I think it's November 17th, we have um, a gig where we're playing basically at a charity event um, called Operation Freebird. They give away free turkeys for people who you know, need them on Thanksgiving night. Um, and we're providing the live music there, along with a few other bands. And it's at 10 a.m., and it's in the parking lot at Waterworld. And it's put on by the Adams County Sheriff's Department, right? Yes. Great. And actually, I have one more question before we go. Yeah. I know three of you are graduating, and you're trying to get as much music together as you can leading up to that. But do you hope to keep playing together, maybe on school breaks and stuff like that in the future? I can give my response to that so um yeah it's definitely going to get crazy with people like doing different things for school and of course that's just like the natural course of things um but I personally just want to say that like I think that throughout this experience and also what's to come but definitely what we've done already um we kind of have like lifelong collaborative partners in music and um yeah, and I think that, like, there's definitely more music to come from within this group and, and things, you know, throughout the future. So even I think if we're not the same functioning unit that we are right now, I definitely think that it's just, like, we all now have musical contacts that we'll never lose. You know what I mean? So I And know. we're also just such good friends that yeah no matter what happens i know whenever i'm back i'm gonna try and just see whoever is here like as you said on breaks we're at least gonna meet up i would assume some jam sessions will just naturally yeah. happen just because true that's what we all love to do but um i know personally that like all of us just are like best friends so that's great i well i hope you guys keep it up and you know, if you do stay together, we'll bring you back into the KGNU studios. Of course. Um, why don't you tell our listeners about where they can find you online to about your shows or any music you're releasing? We have an Instagram that we, that's kind of our main form of communication. Um, it's pinkslip.band um, is our tag. So, you know, you can find us by searching that on Instagram. We also have a Facebook, um, which is pinkslipbanddenver. So you can find us there as well. And then SoundCloud, again, um, as we said earlier, you can find a lot of our original songs on there. And that's right now our kind of main way of getting our music out there. So you can always find our music there. But in terms of, you know, checking up on gigs and stuff like that, seeing where we're going to be, Facebook and Instagram are definitely the go-to. Great. Well, once again, thank you guys so much for joining me in the studio today. And good luck with the rest of your year and the future of music. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. Thank you.